Um, welcome, Fez, returning again. Figured Hello we there. Give you, we figured we'd give you a second shot because you didn't you didn't seem to have a lot to offer on the last one because you hadn't seen most of the films. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry we kind of <laughs> outaged you there. We kinda, so uh, yeah, you gotta stop hanging out with us old people. <laughs> yeah, but then I'd have to actually make new friends, and we don't we we know that that's not going to happen. We can't do that. No. Nope. Hi, Rory. Hi, Sue. Hello, my Dennis. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Jeff Rubel. How is everyone? Yeah, so we are um, doing Star Wars the prequels, so episodes one, two, and three. Uh, we figured we put them all Adam together since Anakin, they're just Jar -Jar. not worthy of a of an episode on their Why own. <laughs> all those guys. We have thoughts, apparently. So yeah, we have thoughts. We have thoughts. We have let's, thoughts. Let's so this do, may let's... not. This will probably be our least positive episode because we usually try to keep things positive. I have some but positive thoughts. There, it's it's, positive. it's not all bad. It's not. It's all not all bad. But you it's, said it's, you it's had a some lot news. bad. Well, but I have a little bit of news and we're going to do the drinks. Let me do the news really, really quick. Um, just some dates. If those of you like to keep track of this kind of stuff, April 17, Easter Sunday. That's the Doctor Who Legend of the Sea Devils. Umbrella Academy, June 22, with the tagline, Meet Victor Hargraves. Uh, Victor, formerly Vanya, because uh, the performer formerly known as Ellen is now Elliot. Uh, starting on Friday, April 1st, and please don't let this be a, an April Fool's joke, but there's uh, Pluto TV is debuting a Stargate channel, all Stargate all the time. They do already have a Star Trek channel. And I'm kind of excited for that because you can watch Pluto TV in your Oculus. Like you can go in this, like go in a theater in Oculus and just watch whatever. Anyway. Uh, August 21, Games of Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon, will be out on HBO Max. Apple TV has ordered an adaption of adaptation of Blake Crouch's novel Dark Matter to star Joel Edgerton. And you know who Joel Edgerton is. He played Owen Lars in the movies that we're going to talk about tonight, and he will be in the upcoming Kenobi series. Um, in other news, Bruce Willis has announced his retirement from acting due to aphasia. Aphasia is a condition that robs you of the ability to communicate. It can affect your ability to speak, write, and understand language, both verbal and written. It happens often after a stroke or a brain injury, although it could also come on gradually. Uh, the family has not said what has caused this. Bruce is only 67 wow, and finally great. uh and that's really sad because he you yeah. know he's amazing we yeah, love he's a good him. actor fifth and element fifth element is element. always in forever one of my favorite favorite, favorite. The coast. have a good time <laughs> and finally rizzo uh you i had mentioned before in the news that they were going to do a halo show yeah, paramount paramount just aired uh, last week halo if uh, those of you are a fan, fan of the microsoft game or the bungee game i guess it is um of halo the series uh games uh they have they have a live action adaptation and uh, episode one was pretty good so um good. i i thought it was it was definitely worth a, a second look so and of course right now picard is going there about halfway through their season and then we have of course stranger worlds coming up next uh, well i'm gonna say next month May. yes i am i remain cautiously optimistic I'm cautiously optimistic <laughs> So yeah, so give Halo if you have Paramount uh, Plus, give Halo a shot. And, Dennis Chevalier uh, says he's a huge Halo fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. check Paramount, it out, if you guys. Like the game uh, it should be good. So it's good. I like it so far. We'll see where cool. it goes. Cool, cool, cool. So they have a pretty cool. wide uh, canvas to paint with for that one. So I think they can go in a lot of different directions. 
Yeah, okay. Phil, I'm, Phil says, I'm an amazement and be rewatched all three. I did. I did it for you. I did it because I love you. All you of really you really rewatch all I, of them? I rewatched all three. Okay, I hadn't I, I, seen them since they came out. I want to do the drink first. Do the drink. What do we have to drink for this? On this one before, although I couldn't find it, but I thought it was just a pr- apropos for for this. For me rewatching all three. If, if you were watched all three, you are the suffering bastard. <laughs> Cheers, mates. <laughs> well, there it is. There's the drink. I think we did it before, but it was worth the rate. It's a good drink, actually. So very classic drink, yeah. tea drink. I like ginger beer. So, so uh, getting into it. So we'll, we'll kind of go through them, I guess, one by one, obviously starting with Phantom Menace. Uh, 1999, it had been a 16-year dry spell with Star Wars movies. If you don't count the, the Lucas re-edits, which we really wish never happened. Um, there were re-edits. Yeah, they were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, they were. So, so it was a, there was a lot. Um, and, and the reason he had did this, at least what they we were told at the time in the early 90s when he re-released uh, those those three, the three original films uh, with his edits, that that was to generate money so he could make the other three. Now, I think that's kind of crazy because they were just going to anybody, any studio would have thrown money at George Lucas to make more Star Wars movies, I think. But they did. Yeah, so I don't think he really needed to raise money, but I think he just wanted to make money. (laughs) But anyway, so 1999, Phantom Menace comes out. It was uh, one of the first time I think I I think I ever saw. I went to a midnight. The hype for this thing. I went to a midnight viewing, so I saw it that Thursday at midnight um, for the airing of it. We the hype for this thing was unreal. It was unbelievable, and you know what. Luckily, where I was living in Florida at the time, and where we saw it, me and my wife, we were it was in the it was one of these movies, big huge movie theater, but it was in at the end of a mall, so like the mall like opened up to the theater, so we weren't even outside waiting because we all got there like six o'clock for a midnight showing, and people were you know sitting on floor. It was a good time, you know, as as a lot of times when fans and they had they were running it in every single. This was like a I don't know a six or eight theater. Um, cinema and they were running it in every single theater and it was and they were all theaters, they're all full, so they were right? all full yeah. so they had plenty of seats it was like so yeah it was it was a no no problem getting in um but you know my initial reaction to it wasn't i wasn't i, I was just happy to have star wars back um it wasn't until later that it kind of set in that it really was kind of not good <laughs> because oh, no, what drove me nuts really even sitting in the theater though i i was a little irked the whole metachlorian thing which i know all the fans really hate the whole metachlorian thing and because like why we didn't need that the force was the force nope. and we didn't need an explanation even as to mysterious. why it existed it just was the force that was that was the whole that's kind of the beauty of star wars right it's like they don't explain anything why anything works we don't need to know why the lightsaber works we don't need to know how the ships can go from star system to star Whoops, system yeah. so quickly it was that's the not the point speed, yeah. of the movie hey, doc. so anyway so that my initial thing was okay i thought the kid that played anakin was okay i mean he was a little kid so that's the thing i guess that we always have trouble it's like you know this is supposed to be darth vader as a child <laughs> that was a little hard to put together the 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 fans of uh, fez you go first because i no that's that was my initial budget so yeah fez you you said this was this because you, you're you a whole other generation first film no you said revenge of the sith was the first midnight showing revenge of the sith was my first midnight showing but this is the first star wars movie i saw in the theaters because as y'all know i was not around for the original the trilogy no sorry I was there in 19 sorry friend 
but you know, as a little kid, uh, I loved Star Wars. I still love Star Wars to this day. Favorite, favorite character is on the screen over there. Um, that version of Obi Wan or the Alec Guinness version of Obi Wan? All versions of Obi Wan. All versions. That yeah. I can't. I can't delineate between because they're all the master of trolling. Okay, I will boy. agree. I think Ewan d- did a great job and is doing a great job as the Obi Wan. I agree. I have a good bad list, and you, Ewan McGregor is right on the top, the very top of my good list as having he, what a strong performance, what a strong and consistent. He didn't have much to do in Phantom Menace, but very consistent performance. And he literally embodied, like when you looked at the Alec Guinness version of the character, and you looked at Ewan's version of the character. He embodied that character like he he was exactly what you thought Alec would be like if, if that if Obi-Wan was a young man he he nailed it he nailed it and I'm so, super excited for Kenobi I'm sure he's going yeah, to continue yeah I'm sure that's going to be good yeah I'm I'm, I'm 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 optimistic about that one continuing on with the Phantom Menace easily before the sequel movies I thought was in the bottom of the six Star Wars movies Along with Attack of the Clones, which I can I cannot stand, but beside the point, um, as a kid, I loved the lightsaber duels, and that we can we can eventually get into all the the lightsaber duels in the prequel trilogy. But overall, it, it was enjoyable. It's still kind of enjoyable, even with all of its flaws to me, because it's Star Wars. But it, it's. You know, as an adult, eh. one of the things that I think, and this is from the the fans, because again, there was very best was saying there was a lot of hype. So we we saw the Darth Maul character pro, promote, obviously, you know, and we knew that this character and he was the Sith, basically the Darth Vader of of this time period. But I think what a lot of us, because I remember even in line, there was a guy that had a leather jacket with Darth Maul's face on the back you know it was Already? it must have wow. cost a fortune you know and then you're what you and remember none of us had seen the movie at this point we go to the movie and the guy gets killed at the end like that's it boom he's done and you're like okay we thought this he was going to be like all at least all the way through to the three because we knew at that point there were going to be three more movies you know three movies total and then darth maul gets you know cut in half at the end of the movie sorry spoiler alert you haven't seen yeah. the movie <laughs> <laughs> and well, it was actually, like i'm like dude you just got a jacket a really expensive jacket of a guy that gets killed in the first movie. <laughs> like, yeah well then the clone wars came out and he got happy again so. but the or course rebel. clone wars they brought him back so funny enough that you bring that up actually each villain of the prequels is like one face of darth vader or anakin skywalker if you really get in if you really think about it you know maul is the the sith warrior um dooku's the old man that anakin becomes and then you know grievous is the mechanical the vader of it all yeah okay i'll give you that way to look at it i guess but again at the time we didn't know what they were going to do with the other two movies so we i mean it was kind of almost thought of the okay well, we have a new darth vader to fill in until there's darth vader Remember, we had no idea where it was going. You have to kind of remember the the where we were in 1999. You know, it's like this was all new territory. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, we I was gonna know, mention we, that. I just assumed that Darth Maul would be a regular character moving forward until 
and we'd see until him at some yeah. point into the third movie maybe you know they would get rid of him be, to replace you, you just made a really great point Rizzo when we saw these the first when I saw this the first time um I was going in cold I'd seen the trilogy the original trilogy and that's it so like everyone else this was my first new Star Wars in a long time in a lot years, of years right. and so and I walked in and I walked out like I hold I hold that the Phantom Menace not necessarily Revenge of the Sith, but I hold that the Phantom Menace is a dumpster fire in a dynamite factory sitting on a fault line. It's a problem. I don't, <laughs> I have issues with it. Um, but then, but then, so now I go back in and I rewatch all of this. And now I'm going in rewatching it, having seen the sequels, the Clone Wars, Rebels, Solo Story, Rogue One, The Bad Batch, Book of Boba Fett. The Mandalorian, whatever the heck else. There's so much more content out there. I've seen all this crap and I'm going back in and it changes you. I, it's still a dumpster fire, but it, it, it's, I'll take it off the fault line. It's still a dumpster fire in a dynamite factory. But I, I see where he was going. And I got to say, and this is kind of a generality for all three of these movies, these first three. He was driving them all to one point and they all have this singular goal and you can clearly clearly see that they all have a singular goal they're all going to the same place and so it was very consistent storytelling the sequels by comparison oh my god they're like everywhere they're like it's what? like hurting cats there's yeah. like is there even a oh point? you're is talking about a, the one the, the most i'm talking about one. yeah like uh poe and finn yeah, yeah, and ray yeah. and all are, guys. we can oh we can my. have another whole show on those as a group, uh, because I don't think those uh, weren't each. It's like I have major issues. I have major issues with those. Major more more so, way more than these three. These way three. more than these. Like so you said, these three at least follow a, sudden, a consistent pattern, and there is some logic these to look it. Good. These are like yeah. Oh, there is some logic yes. to this one at least. Look, we have because a story. This is tell. the story of 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 Anakin slash Darth Vader. I mean, this yeah. is the story. This do is, I still have problems? I hate Jar Jar. I hate him. We all do. I mean, I and I don't him. know. And it's almost to me. I would like to go to George Lucas and go, "How stupid did you think we all were?" Yeah. To but think that kids, that character was going to be endearing it to us. It's insulting. He's an insulting character. I don't know if he was trying to drive it at children. Like he, but he was. He was definitely Phil, driving. That's a given. We know the original trilogy is a given. Like, go ahead. No, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Dan's like, I just signed on and MB's having a condition. Yes, Dan. Yes, I am. <laughs> Keep going. No, Why I mean, I... it's... Yeah, Jar Jar was... A, it was insult. He was an insulting character to the fans, in my opinion. To the, Very, whole, the fans. Yes. Those of us that were there in 77, you know, and 80, and 80, you know, from uh, all the other films that were the hardcore fans that lived and breathed this in our childhood. And then you bring in this annoying, stupid yeah. character... That I'm gonna, adds nothing to the to the movie. Nothing. He I'm gonna nothing. give Lucas a tiny a tiny little point here, though. Did you Wrong. notice? Wrong. Did you notice that you don't see as much Jar Jar in Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith? Of By Revenge of the Sith, because he was too hated he, after he the. He figured first. it out. He figured it out. <laughs> he and did. Corrected he did. It. At least he Good did. Good for but... you, Lucas. Good for yeah, you. At least I think I wonder how well, I wonder how much that was Lucas or that was like the people the, the other people around him. He loves going, his Jar Jar. You, you yeah. need to get rid of this guy. Everybody hates him. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates him. Get rid of him. Yeah. They could have so just not. I don't even know why they brought him back at all, though. If that was really the he, case, yeah. he was so, unnecessary at every level. Yeah, 
I agree. I agree. Um, the other had, thing he, the other poor bit of storytelling was Anakin himself. And I, this is going to sound harsh. This is going to sound really harsh. But he was having a great little childhood. I mean, yes, he was a slave. But did you notice Watto at one point was like, okay, I'll finish that and you can go home. And Anakin's like, yippee. Yeah, and, he, and was, like, he didn't and like, seem. And he, he could play with droids right. and he could go pod racing and he could go do this. And he had friends that he played with. Right. Like it, other wasn't, it wasn't like he was being with. whipped and tortured. It wasn't a and, and he was childhood. That's a good point. But, you know, I we need to actually see that kid suffer a little more in order to understand why he would become, why he would make that transition to the dark side. I hate to say that sounds horrible, make a kid suffer, but yes, we need that for the storytelling. It's the other thing they did time. that was weird and what I felt was unnecessary is they basically made his mother out to be like the Virgin Mary because the Virgin Mary, very weird. Because she was and like, she maybe, just had you know him. what like, the other she thing didn't have relations they, with anybody. Yeah, exactly. Let's I'm like that. That, the other why, thing was she maybe needed to suffer a little more. He maybe needed to see her suffering too, so that when he didn't get back to save her, and remember when he it killed all the Tuskers, right, right? He we needed that to trick because he was like, "Oh, my mom, my mom," but he was pretty excited to leave her. He's like, "I get to go with you," and he's all excited. Yeah, come on, and then you're gonna moan about it later. But that's and why he, I have. Well, there's been that whole problem. argument that the Jedi were wrong in the way they did things by pulling oh, there's, people no there's a whole theory Yoda's that they were just wrong fear leads to hate hate leads to pain yeah. pain leads yeah. to suffer. The, the psychologists pick that apart all the time that actually is problematic that is not it's not healthy right let's rip kids away from their parents and you can be afraid and not turn evil newsflash kids you can be afraid and not turn evil so i'm not in danger of going to the dark side now you're, you're not unless we have you cookies know. they have cookies we have cookies they, Ooh, and they dark can, side. No, wait. Let's talk about something good. Let's talk about something good that, that Lucas. So wait, did we want to go in or because we're still on Phantom Menace? We're still on Phantom we, Menace. Let's let's right, do let's, let's do them chrono something chronologically. Good Sith. Sith is the good one. Let's keep going. So I mean I, have, I don't I have I really don't know what else to say, say about this film. Um yeah, there's just yeah, so many 20 minutes on things. Sith. Let's move on. To <laughs> there was the creepiness that he had this crush on Padme, who was clearly significantly Ten older years than him. his senior. It was a little creepy. No, it, he was nine, she was 14, it was five. Still, oh, she's though, queen at 14? Yeah. Yeah, she was still pretty young, but it still just seemed a little odd that there was... I mean, it gets understandable. Abu, the planet of the child queens. Oh, God. There's something Yes. Wrong. But they only serve like two. Yeah, they rotate. They now, why, why? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's kind of and a, what society senators. would put a fourteen-year-old. You're in charge now. And not even that, but they, she had the sharp. She was sharp enough at fourteen to have her and the uh, Kira Knightley as right the, to have the, the right to have the 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 the, the, the decoy. Yeah. The decoy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring up something really interesting that, you know, Ewan McGregor is the nephew of Wedge Antilles. Did you guys know that? The actor, you mean? For yes. real? Oh, For that's real. brilliant. I did not know that's that. That's fantastic. Maybe we'll see. What, is he gone? Is he Is he still with us? Who played Wedge? Uh, yeah, he's still around. He's still around. Would love to see him again. There's a, there's a some potential. There's a potential. We did, we did see him. Never, the rogue, the rogue one. I know the not the rogue one movie, but the rogue one squadron. I thought always. I know they had they've talked about and talked about doing a, a show. Yeah, with those with they're that doing movie. a movie right now. But Bruce says be, he was in the last movie. Yeah, you know what, Bruce? I think he was. Yeah, he was. He was on the Falcon. Wish, right? He, yes, he was, but he was on the Falcon. He wasn't in the next wing. 
He was in Dennis the gunning Lawson. position. Thank you, Jeff. Dennis Lawson. So, so I don't know. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're 20, 20 some odd minutes. We're 20 minutes. Do we want to, do we, we to wrap up clone. Phantom Menace? So final thoughts on Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Best says it's a dumpster fire in a dynamite factory or whatever. You know, guys, most viewing guides, if you look, if you are new to Star Wars, who on planet Earth is, but maybe there is someone, and you look up a view and you realize how much content is, and they're like, I need a viewing guide. What do I watch first? Most of them recommend skipping, like, don't even watch it. Don't bother with it. And you know what? I think I agree. It doesn't really add much. What is it, Len? I, I don't think one or two lends anything to the overall Darth Vader story because you get the most content from three. And if you wanted to do select episodes of the Clone Wars, that gives you- that the Absolutely, yes. the Clone Wars yes. does a far better job of building his Yes, because in this next movie, now Attack of the Clones, we find the origin of the clone army and all that. So we're gonna talk about that now. And you're absolutely right. The Clone Wars animated series fleshes all that out quite nicely. So let's get into it. You know what? I always this thought it did never sound like in the original movie when Luke says you fought in the Clone War, he sounded like he says Cologne Wars, not no, Clone, Clone Wars, Wars, but yeah, Cologne. No, I, and I always wondered if they adapted that to Clone just because they like it was never yeah, intended to be the Clone no, Wars from Clone. Star Wars, the 77 version of Star Wars. I'll go back and listen again, but I always it always said it sounded like Cologne to me. But mm. anyway, maybe all right. So maybe the next movie. It. Attack the Jedi mullet. The Jedi mullet has, has two things going on. One, the very romance between those two winker donks, and two, the clones. That's basically what's going on. In well, this movie. we have to first, yes, we have to talk about how horrible Hayden Christensen is as Anakin's. <laughs> just, it's just, not, it's, it's not that he's horrible as Anakin Skywalker. It's that he was directed and written terribly okay well whatever the, writing, the case is yeah you know what you want to just bitch slap him this. most of the time i i, I can't <laughs> believe i'm saying this the dialogue is heavy and clunky as it's hell it's stupid. bad well he's dialogue. just too he's over the top emotional he's he's awesome when he's staring and scowling like when he's scowling you're like oh yeah i see darth vader in there uh, i don't but see when darth he's vader. actually trying he's to too be... broody i don't know i guess I, I don't know it's just the whole thing he came across as too whiny that's why I said just knock you. Well, and then on. and then Luke Luke took right after that because he wanted to go. Yeah, touch he was a little whiny. So that yeah. worked. That worked fine. That stare that he gives Padme gave me major stalker vibes. Oh yeah, he wasn't even cool with Padme. Yeah, you know what? He, he yeah that. Mm. Well, I'm just saying that was got... not a healthy relationship. It was not a healthy relationship. No. In the get I don't know what what why she was attracted to him in the first place. Never really he made comes her. He comes, he's like, yeah, I killed him. I killed them all. I killed the men. I killed the woman that killed the children. And she's still, and that's not a red flag. She's not like, ding, 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 red flag. Like she should have been like, oh, I got to get away from this guy. But no, and so she's like, oh, please. Well, I'll say this, knowing some people feel this way, that certain people, whether they're men or women, feel like they can fix the person that, oh, they feel they see somebody and they want to fix them. She insisted may, was, her maybe, dying maybe words. That's what it is. Having just watched it, her dying words were, "There's still good in him," which uh, interesting was what Luke said. Well, I mean, him. that's exactly what Luke kept saying, right? There's still good in him because we know that he was not always a bad person, <laughs> as we <laughs> saw in Rubel. the first film. That he was he was a good, happy little child at one point. 
So yes, that we will. The Cologne Wars, where all warriors wars. smell good. Yes, right. See? <laughs> Cologne Wars. Cologne is what and I mean. Why is your words grayed out? I don't know why. I can still read them. Oh, because out. sometimes there's, if, it, if Facebook thinks they said something inappropriate, it hides it until I say it's okay. There's absolutely nothing inappropriate in that comment. I don't know. All right. Anyway. I don't see well, anything grayed out. Clone, so, yeah. So, Attack of the Clones is a dumpster fire on top of a dynamite pile. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's better than Phantom Menace. I actually think it's worse. Do you really? Yeah, I, 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 could, I could never. Because at least we got all the, all the clone information. I didn't care about Padme and Anakin. They're cloners. No. See, I, I, like the, I like seeing Camino uh, and the Kaminoans and all that crap. The, the only parts that I really, really liked were like when Anakin and Obi Wan were interacting because if I were to were, were to you know have done the prequels the right way, Revenge of the Sith could still stay Revenge of the Sith, but I would have started with Obi Wan and Anakin becoming master and apprentice and see that 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 relationship kind of like what we saw in the Clone Wars, and then it would have made all the more sense when spoiler alert. Vader, uh, Anakin becomes Vader. Vader, yeah. That it's more poignant. Yeah, to, I hear what everybody. you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I hated the whole series of scenes at Lake Cuomo. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, it's just the whole thing just so stupid. Again, was the drags, the movie drags there. And yeah, let's, let's just go to the clone stuff. That's more. Yeah, just yeah. stick to the clone. I don't, stuff. I, I, I don't like sand. It's coarse. Of course, it gets in everywhere. It gets right. in everywhere. Well, that <laughs> is true. And she swoons. Because again, yeah. the girl does not know red flags when she sees it. Like you could wave them right in her face and she wouldn't. I know. like everything here. It's soft as he lightly, creepily caresses. Yeah, that's, her, her. that's an excellent point. Yeah. That's there. You nailed it. That's one of the things I don't he's like about this version he's a creeper. of him. He's a creep. He's love bombing her, which is a form of manipulation. Well, he did learn Jeff, from Palps. Jeff Rubel, the score for Attack of the Clones is really good. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I want to talk about the score when we get to Sith. That's some of John Well, they're Williams. all done. They're all done. It's Actually, John Williams. They're all John Williams, just, so they're going to be good no matter what. Somebody pointed this out, and now I can't unsee it. John Williams, he must have watched this movie and been like, well, I got to save it. And he did. But did you ever notice there's a couple scenes? And guys, go back and watch and look for this stuff where it's just Anakin walking, but the music is like, like, like just hitting it, like heavy, like battle music. And it's just Anakin walking. And you're like, oh. <laughs> right when you're watching it, you're like, okay, it doesn't bother you. But then when you go back and realize, you're like, why is that music like popping off like that? Because it's just him walking down the hallway. It's there. You'll I've only, I've actually can. only seen that film like maybe five times total. I've seen it twice. Yeah, first time. Well, and I've now I've it, it. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe not even five. I mean, William Sotek, how do you rate the lightsaber battles? Um, I when we get to uh, Revenge of the Sith, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Anakin and Obi Wan's lightsaber battle. I they were animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. Like animals. I hate them. Yeah, right there again. Like you said, there's the, a lot of red flags right there because the, he was not very—he yeah. was not very Jedi-like. No, he wasn't. And yeah, you know what, yeah, Dan? That's exactly what I'm about to say. See, Dan is psychic. Dan Davidson already knows what I'm going to say. Um, we have William. The lightsaber battles, because don't forget, the lightsaber battles were already a step up from what we had seen. If you look at Anakin and Obi Wan fighting now, and then you go back and watch them fighting in A New Hope, it's just they go. 
Oh yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. because Alec yeah. Guinness was how old when he was doing it, and they didn't give him a they give Christopher something. Lee a stunt double for his right. sword fights, but not Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness had to actually do it. The poor guy against David Prowse, yeah. right? Yeah, no, there's so, definitely there's that that, the that and that's, you know what better. that's a given. That doesn't even bother me that the yeah, ones in the original me. film because you you just know you just kind of compartmentalize that and say okay that was 1977. It was the first film, and of course. You know, obviously, it was really great. The, the The fight scene in Phantom Menace with Obi Wan and Darth Maul was yeah, great. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, we should have because we're past that. We should. We already did it. Sorry, we just moved <laughs> past it. Yeah, the fight scene with Darth Maul because that's Ray Park just killing it because yeah, Ray Park is awesome. That right? was, you know? and it was like really more like yeah. you would expect. Jedi. Jeff Rubel says Fest does a good Anakin. Mm-hmm. Fest does a lot of fantastic uh, impressions, Jeff. And Anakin. Hello there. Hello there. Not from a Jedi. Oh, can I learn this? Not from a Jedi. Okay, we're going to get to that, too. All right, keep moving. What, what else do we need to say about Attack of the Clones here? Where's my notes? This party's over. Oh, you know what I meant to say about <laughs> Phantom Menace that I forgot to say? The very first or third word or fifth word in the opening crawl is taxation. And I swear to God, my brain turned off right in that moment. Why taxation and trade wars? Well, that's the yeah, one. first all the first. The first two and somewhat the third, the politics was too 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 heavy. Who cares? Nobody cares. It's Star Wars. Who cares about taxation? We don't want to know about politics. We don't want to know about trade negotiations. We don't we want, want to know the about that. We don't care. We want the force. Exactly. We want lightsaber battles, starfighter battles. That's what we watch these things for. <laughs> you know, good against know evil. That's what Star Wars here. is based on one very simple principle. Good against evil. Yeah, it's light That's versus it. dark, good against evil. That's, That's it. it. Don't drag in no tax. Don't start taxation. mucking it up with actually taxation without have representation content. is tyranny. I don't care. Exactly. I've done that battle. <laughs> it's not. There's Moving don't on. give me a Sorry, moral. Look at don't give me a moral for... message. Just good evil fighting. That's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah. All so. right. Let's literally. I hate to say this, but that's literally all I have to say about. Yeah, I don't like, really have a lot to say on this film. Things I liked about it. I like the fact that we got to see more of Coruscant. Yeah, giant um, city. That's always interesting. I did like the car chase on Coruscant. I thought that was interesting, at least from a visual standpoint. Oh, sorry, Bruce. See, I the the little character moments like between Anakin and Obi Wan, like before they go into the bar. I liked um, the little foreshadowing of, you know, uh, Obi-Wan saying, why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? Yeah. Yeah. The the one good moment was Obi-Wan at the bar and the guys next to him, hey, you want to buy these? Like, I don't. You don't don't want to sell me death sticks. You want to be death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. he walks off. <laughs> that was like such a great moment. Need more of yeah. that. Um, more of that and less. That was re- good. Yeah, re- no, I'm saying there were there were little nuggets in here and there um, that. Uh, and I believe this is the first time we see Yoda fight in this movie too. Yeah. Yeah. And he but, fought Dooku. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all, and I don't know, did we like it? Did we not like it? I mean, a lot of people say. Well, we were you all expected, you know, because he's always the with the king. He's well, always he's in the cane, and then and then, he, and then like, he pulls right. out the thing, and he kind of does this move, and he's flipping around, and it's one of those deals where Ariota is the old guy in the swamp who lifted an entire X-wing with just a finger. Why did he need to be flipping around with a lightsaber? Couldn't he just lift Dooku with a finger at that point? I mean, well, force against force, you figured 
Dooku could block I guess it. we canceled that I mean, out, I guess. I, I mean, con- if we really want to get to there, we do kind of get a canceling out of Force powers <laughs> in Revenge of the Sith. We do, yeah. By Revenge of the Sith, um, they're fighting. He's fighting no, 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 the no. Senate. No, I was talking about Anakin, Obi-Wan with the Force pushes and then... Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah, but you know what? Yoda used Force in the Sith too. When he was fighting Palpatine in the Senate, he was actually throwing... They had those big round Senate chairs. Yeah, they were throwing the, um, them. the car. He spins thing. them and throws yeah. them. Yeah. So they did use the Force more. But I don't know. I mean, how do we feel about that? Did we want to see Yoda fighting or did we feel that it diminished the character? No, I, I did. I don't think it diminished the character. We're okay I, with it? I didn't want to see it, but now that I saw it, it doesn't diminish the character to me. But I did like the little bit of backstory that we know that Yoda trained Dooku, Dooku trained Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon trained Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan trained Anakin. But I think, you know, also we're looking at a bit younger, not, you know, 20 or 20 some odd years younger Yoda. Where's Maul fit into that list there? Who trained Maul? Maul? Well, Maul was, no, a Jedi. Maul was a Sith, so so technically. No, Palpatine. Maul was a Sith, so he had to been a Jedi. It, well, I mean, no, do all Sith no. start as Jedi? No, no, they don't know. Like no, 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 no. They don't have to start. I as thought Sith were Jedi turned bad. No, no, they're just, not necessarily. They're just, they're just people they're that, just that follow a different religion, Sith religion. So, they just kick with the other way. The Jedi order. They do the Sith order. It's just a different philosophy. Now let's go to the Sift. The Sift. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the good movie. The good movie. So many. Because we can spend a lot more about. time. All right. All right. So much so, to talk about. So much good in this movie. So we all right. We'll move on to to Revenge of the Sith. Of course, this Revenge is of the, the Sith. The, the climax of, of the films, and um, it is. I agree. It's the best of the three. Um, ironically, the first time I saw this was on a bootleg copy that somebody had that had like time code running. See, of all the three of them, that's the one you should see in a theater because I did see it in the theater, but I also saw it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I actually saw it before I saw it in the theater on the bootleg. (laughs) Was going around, Mikey. So it was going around, but um, yeah, uh, I guess my thing was is like I. With with Anakin and and how he eventually Palpatine, turned, yeah. I thought his fall still was too abrupt. Yeah, I agree because we hadn't had enough suffering. I don't think he had enough suffering, and I just think the hey. way he went from okay, uh, I'm not sure the Jedi Order are doing the right thing to yeah, let's just kill everybody, including all kill the him. children. Yeah, because that was a pretty dark scene. That was a do- that was a horrible showing, scene when you realize what he did. He was slaughtered all those. You were kids. like, "Oh my god!" And that's and the, here's the thing: is we were all stunned even after he had told us in the other movie he'd killed the Tusken kids, and yeah. we were still stunned. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. That was just one of those things. It's just, but here's the me, thing: it was just it was the quickness they did, of they, his turn. But maybe that's the way, it's a, way it happened. I completely I agree. Know. They tried. They tried hard. They made it very clear. He's saying, I will not lose Padme because like my, he said, like my mother or something like, so they mm-hmm. clearly linked it back to that, but it wasn't enough. Like it just wasn't enough. Well, see, that's so, why I think the Clone Wars did a much better job of building that. Of oh yeah. And it's a much better character. By giving you more yeah. of what happened in those interim years that we didn't see. Absolutely. You so they did a much Anakin better job. I think, again, I think the Clone Wars, to, yeah. the Clone Wars cartoon did more to save the prequels than the Agreed. You know I'm saying it's like because it filled in a lot of gaps and they did it much better 
absolutely agree. Also, and this is the movie where we get to see Palpatine giving Order 66, and they do a ton with that in Clone Wars and Ahsoka yep. and all that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, th- yeah, absolutely filled this movie out. And you go back into this, when you go back to rewatch this movie, if you have all that back information in your head, then you're like, oh, okay. And actually the, but- the, the actor who voiced Anakin did a better job than, than- uh, Be- Better writing, Mikey. Better writing, better but writing. I, I don't know. It just, yeah, I, I agree. It's probably not this all right. Better fault. writing. The, the, yeah, the writing of this thing is still clunky. Hayden has his scowling down. He does some really good. Sc- he does a lot of really good scowling in this particular movie. A lot of good scowling. Um, he does. He, he's you know he's feeling it. But here's here's one thing that Lucas did right, and I don't know who wrote this or who directed it or what. But the scene with that circus light show, circus whatever the hell. Was, you mean you mean Palpatine, when the, at the opera? The opera scene. That scene. Th- this entire movie hangs on that scene. That scene is perfect. That is Ian McDiarmid, who's on my good list. That's Ian McDiarmid being brilliant, absolutely brilliant in seducing this kid. And he's not saying, hey kid, guess what I did? I killed my old master. I can live forever now. No, he's presenting it to him like this storied fable. Hey kid, it, you want to hear it, the story of- Is it possible uh, to learn this power? It was almost It was not almost like Disney princess-like. It was. It's a fable. You know what I'm saying? It was, fable, like the, like deepens, handing, like, it was like you say, it was like, it was like handing Snow White the apple. It's like handing you <laughs> That was brilliant. That was so well done. I, I, I actually, I'm okay. That thing, that one scene is actually kind of genius. I think the rest of it has issues. But did you ever hear genius. the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? He was so powerful that he could even <laughs> prevent the people he loved from dying. But not himself. Which, oh, he became so afraid. He became yeah. afraid that he would lose his power, which he did. He eventually. eventually did. Which he eventually did. Yeah, it, it's it's a great scene, and it it goes a long way to help the Anakin character, but it's yeah. it yeah. does a lot more for it does a lot more for Palpy. For Palpy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Palpy. Okay, Ian McGregor. So I put Ian McGregor as my number one awesome thing about the tri- the prequels. I'm going to put Ian McDiarmid as my number two most awesome thing. He rocks it. He rocks it. One minute, he's all. Oh, yeah. There's clearly he was. And then the other minute, he's like almost campy and (laughs) and like over the top and kind of. And he's just everywhere. And he's he's loving it. And he's savoring it as an actor, savoring every moment of it. And you know what? So are we as the audience. When he comes on screen, you can't look away. You're like, oh, God, there's Palpatine. What's he doing now? You know? Good, Anakin. Good. Yeah. Fight with, uh, with Mace Windu there with uh, Samuel oh, God. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, with oh, Samuel Jackson. God. Now, that was another one I thought, you know, here we got a guy that's, again, very high up. They should have been Dude, able to take, mean. two of them should have been able to take care of this guy. Well, in my opinion, you would he should have been yeah. that You'd powerful. Think, I think, I think in the books, or there's some other non canon resource that says that, you know, uh, Palpatine used some sort of Sith power that blinded everyone except Mace Windu. And I think it was the other Jedi who had a green lightsaber looked like Hit Fisto and took those two out first. And then they, you know, did their oh, thing. I wonder why the other two didn't really fight back that much. Cause I was, cause I was like, Anakin and Qui-Gon did fine when there's just the two of the, not Anakin, I'm sorry. 
um, when it's Kenobi and Qui-Gon, they were fine as a pair. When it was Anakin and Kenobi, they were fine as a pair. But now that was three of them. And yeah, okay, great. That's good to know because I was kind of wondering that. Um, Interesting. Oh, I also watched it. See, now I've watched other material. I watched that whole thing, that whole thing, thinking in, okay, where was Grogu and all of this? Where's Grogu? Who found him? Well, Who got well, him? Well, shockingly enough, I think that Anakin saved Grogu and and some of the other and i i really do think that i don't but why why would he save some and not others like what was because it, what it, was you get the you get you get the sense that he regrets I he regrets not you know seeing he had palpatine just for, all those other kids but you don't know that for a fact you just see his lightsaber ignite it's implied that he does it but in other reasons, I think the only reason it didn't show up because would that would have been over it. the top. I think the reason they who didn't show it. Who else with a lightsaber? Because later Yoda comes in and says these kids were killed by lightsaber. Who else was running around with a lightsaber that could have killed? That them? Was, I don't but, think but, they could have shown it. They would have never got the PG thirteen rating. But not the not the kids from the council chamber. You're seeing the kids out in the hallway. Remember the Jedi Temple is really big. Some of this, yeah, I know, I remember. Well, I mean, you, this is always the stuff Yoda's, that you're right. They could say, "Oh yeah, he said we don't know." Let's face it, we have no idea until they reveal it in either Mandalorian or wherever that that happened. We we don't know what happened or how Grogu. We William so tight. Well, Mace was able to harness the dark side without being taken over by it. I don't know if he was dark. He, uh, so, he, William, he, do you think he survived his fall? That's a good question. Did Mace well, Windu survive? Well, they fall? did because it, didn't they bring him back? Not necessarily. Was it in Clone no. Wars that he came back? No, no. I could have sworn no. they said Mace, that he came well, back. in a flashback, but, but no, but, because Samuel L. Jackson just was on an interview for Marvel crap and was saying, yeah, I, I would love, I would love to once again be part of the Star Wars universe. Hint, Filoni, hint. I don't know if I Happy. read it in, in one of the books or if I read it if it was in one of the one of the Clone War cartoons, but I could have sworn mate they said Mace Mace actually survived. Interesting. I would well, love it if he did. Love well, it. The reason why Mace Windu, you know, survives um the duel until you know Anakin, you know, step intercedes is because Mace Windu. The reason why he actually has a purple lightsaber is because he has a perfect, perfect combination of the light side and the dark side. He ch he channels his dark energy into it's a his lightsaber form is called the pad, and it's where you uh, use the dark side and stuff. Okay, not a, none of that's canon, right? That all came. That, actually, actually, that is canon. From what source? It's one of the newer books. Books, but books are still not canon, even the Star Wars universe. Actually, they are. After Maybe. Disney bought them, bought bought all that out. It could be, which is interesting because that makes all that from uh, Mara Jade stuff canon. Um, oh, but let's from, let, I let's. Think it been Yoda. I think, now I think that's what Yoda. they should have done for Yoda. For I think Yoda found Grogu. They but that's have done just the all right, moving on. Let's talk about Yoda and Palpy. Before Let's talk we... about Yoda and Palpy fighting it out in the Senate chambers. That was the best right. use of the Senate chamber. 
that was the best use of the sedative. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. It was best because the rest best. of the scenes in there were boring. Best you yes, best comedy ever. I hear a new apprentice you have, Emperor, yep. or should I call you Darth Sidious? Sidious, yes. He Just knew who he was. Bruce, of the Mind's Eye is most certainly not canon because we have this weird thing going on with Leia and luke that you know yeah of course they don't know their brother and sister but yeah I don't know yeah I don't it's know. a good book don't get me wrong anyway yeah so let's talk about like, back to palpy and yoda um it's an exercise to contrast the two fights good versus evil with palpatine and yoda anakin and obi-wan brother brother brother, brother. yeah because Anakin, because because Konobi at the end when he's saying I have he's not angry, he's crying like he is. Upset. Oh no, it's killing him. It's, it's killing, killing him, him inside. To you do were the chosen one. Yeah, he upset. was. He felt it. And was, then he just walks he was, away and leaves him. He's <laughs> like, no, no, I'll just make you. He's literally like the the the. He uh, Austin he, Powers scene. No, I'll just leave him to a <laughs> vague fate. Well, that was going back to the Clone Wars. I always felt that the scene. When they were all chained to the to the big pillars and the big oh, yeah, monsters were going to come kill them, I'm like, and oh, you know, I'm just going to leave him in an easily escapable situation. An and easily escapable situation, plan. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kenobi walks away. He's laying there, clearly still alive because they were conversing, and right. he's like, yeah, you might survive. I don't know. Well, he walks away. The way that I, I I interpret that though is Obi Wan is letting the Force decide Anakin's fate. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's great. That's One great. Way to look I at like it. that. I, like I don't him. know if he could have. I think he probably he, he he couldn't bring himself to do it. So he yeah. couldn't bring himself Decided. to kill him. I, I think that he was probably more accurate. Yeah. He couldn't bring himself to kill. To Here's kill what I want to say about that fight, uh, specifically the fight choreography. I don't think jumping around on the lava and doing all that extra stuff enhanced the fight. I think I wanted to see two men just rooted, standing on solid ground, just. But you know what that. Like that kind of like scene. Luke and Vader. Like when we see Luke and Vader at, at, in Jedi, and it's just although they were flipping around a little bit too, I guess. But I mean, no, they yeah. had more solid surface. They had yeah, well, solid surface, the, but it's in always the, um, in the in the throne room for them. And the other thing I, we saw well, recently was, two was fights. Man, they had Mando, the throne room, and then they had Mando, Bespin. I think the fight Bespin was far better than the one they did in front of the Emperor. Whichever one I, had the had the round window behind them. That, that was, was, that yeah, was, that room was room. in Jedi, but I think that, I'm saying the sword fight that between Luke and Vader also and a very good sword fight. Yeah, better they were, than the sword yeah. fight that Luke and Vader had the, in front of the Empire. I'll give, yeah, I'll give you fight-wise, fight-wise, the Empire fight was better, but emo- more emotional was Return of the Jedi. Jedi. I wanted to see a little bit more of that emotion and them flipping around on the lava and all that, and they were droids flying around doing crap with them. That but, took that detracted. But from that it. whole, you know, that whole planet was so Star Wars, where they build, you know, it's a it's a lava yeah, planet. It's a lava planet. You know, all the Let's planets they don't have anything that has multiple like like here yeah. at Earth where we have different terrain. Everything, the whole planet's one. So it's a whole planet yeah. of lava. Off is all snow. So, Tatooine is all oh, yeah, desert. Exactly. <laughs> but then, of course, we build some lava. ridiculous structure like at a lava flow. I know it was part of whatever they were using it for, but it was just like, you know, held up with cables and things, you yeah. know. And of course, it was going to end up crashing. You know, it's always these like precariously built things that are over like some dangerous 
it just was so Star Wars. And then, of course, the droids. It was very Star Wars, yeah. You know, and, and it, it was of course, a, the, heat, was a, the heat coming off of that alone would have been like. Should have killed them both, like <laughs> like halfway through the fight. Like, I yeah. they both lived. They were, well, like, climbing the thing as it was falling into lava. Like, it was a mess. But, yeah, it, there was so much emotion in that. And I would have liked to have seen that as the focus and not all the cool CGI. Yeah, I could see. Crap. I could see where you're going with that. I, 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 I kind of agree with that. I, I think they could have done it anywhere else and it would have been just, just as interesting you, you you wanted to see it more randomly. about the emotional fight as well as the physical fight yeah. and not just a spectacle. or the emotion into the physical fight but the fight not flipping around on lava i don't care about the well lava. the problem with it is it, and this is just i mean i know cinema. they needed it they needed it to burn him so that he could become Darth Vader. right I mean, there is that, that that's true that's true that, that they needed that but i mean the thing with these movies are they always have to kind of one up the one before it True. You know what I'm saying? So we always have to have True. something more spectacular happen, yeah. more and we had visually just studying happen. Seen. So you Actually, know, no, you... this fight was in the cut. This fight was cut into with Yoda's fight, right? Yeah. Right. The, yeah. From, from from um from when they're hanging on the on the thing that's falling to the end, there's nothing cutting in between. But before that. It had been you cut, you, yeah. you were you were cutting up to You're that going point. back and forth, and then Yoda hooks up with uh, Bail Leia's Organa. father there, Antilles. Jimmy Smith. No, not Antilles. Whatever his name is. Bail and Organa. He's like, I, into exile, I'm. I failed. Into exile, I must go. Okay. But what I would say about the Anakin and Obi-Wan fight. I love the emotion. I still would have liked all the backstory that we get from Clone Wars. It would have made it more poignant again. But the thing that I hear a lot about and I disagree with is that there's no way that the, it, it was too much like a dance, that their fight. And yes, it was like a dance. But when you think about it, Obi-Wan trained Anakin and they had the force and they had the force. They and made a point you, to show them mirroring each other several times because they each knew what the other was going to do. So, yeah, that that. Yeah. So that's why I disagree with those people who say that it was too choreographed. It was this, it was that it should be more emotional. No, it is emotional. And you have to remember that this is somebody who's trained this kid since he was a nine-year-old boy. Really little kid. Yeah. Yeah. And they're basically Anakin brothers. Know, Anakin would know every move Kenobi would make. Technically, Anakin should have had the upper hand in that fight. Well, yeah, but he only knows what Obi Wan taught him. So, and yeah, but for all we know, who knows what the what Palpy taught him? He might have taught him more different. We don't know. Don't we know. never saw him actually but training him. The di the difference between the two fighting styles that they have is Anakin uses like form four of lightsaber combat, which is based on you know overpowering your your opponent with your physical and the force, and. Obi-Wan is the master of Sarisa, which is three, form three, which is the defensive and waiting out your opponent. Mm. That's why when you look at the oh, fighting Oh, because Qui-Gon, yeah. Qui-Gon used it. Did it, because remember with Maul, he sat there. When the wall shut, he sat mm -hmm. down. Yep. The rest, yeah, I remember that. Good point, Fez. You know, you know, I see I knew you'd be great for this tonight. You know all your stuff. Well, William is saying William he was so, waiting. Yeah. Apparently, Lucas mentioned the lava fight back in, in 77. Yeah, I, didn't know, I, don't know. I did not know that. That's I, a long time to wait. I that. hope you like that lava fight. Well, then I hope it paid started. off for that long, yeah. long wait. <laughs> um, Lucas himself in an interview, an early, early interview said, and I quote this because they replayed it 
several times over in the video I watched, special effects without story is boring. And I have to say, I think the man used special effects sometimes without a story. I think he got too carried away with all the cool things he could do with his special effects. And it overran the story, which actually was could have been a very, very poignant story. Michael Bay would probably argue with that. Michael Bay would probably argue with that. <laughs> Despite all of this, I put Obi-Wan and Anakin's final fight on my good list. I think it was right a good end. There. It was a good fight. It was good to see the whole thing. Um I liked I liked how we eventually you know you then the, by the mother words how they got from Anakin to Darth Vader as far as what we saw you know um, Darth you know Anakin as a regular human and then Darth in the completely encased in the suit. Um, and now why did now obviously Panda in Obi Wan we're going to see Panda more Bear of Darth. Die again. Also, Who did and die? why did Panda Bear die? Because she was completely surrounded by medical technology. She, apparently, that it was her. She was the, what what I got was she died of a broken heart. Died of a broken heart. In other words, she now, just, now I'm going to repeat should, that. She just doesn't okay. like. She's just dying. Like they couldn't figure out why. Like she just didn't have any will to live anymore because he had he had she lost him in her mind, and I think that was enough that she just couldn't handle it, and she died of a broken heart. Now I will refute you. Okay. So they're both on the edge and Palpatine needed Vader. So he used the the force to drive the life force out of Padme and give it to Vader. Because we learn from Palpy. Yeah. Because think about it. And I hate to even reference the sequels because I fucking hate them. Sorry. Oh, but yeah, I got to put the damn warning on it. Explicit language. Keep going. But, Keep going. You know, I'm fascinated. Pa- 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 Palpatine could literally from Endor to Exegol, whatever the hell place it is, transferred his life essence into the clones. So by extension, by extension, he could take the life force from Padme and give it to Anakin. Wait a yes, minute. ma'am. You loaded me at the life force into the clone thing. Lost me. Um, <laughs> okay, but so neither Palpy, neither Vader nor Palpy could then sense these two kids that Yoda was like, we need to hide them and then put them right out. Like, <laughs> like Damn. Story. Was a prominent senator. Yeah, there's some story. And story. Is with his own yeah, but your story family. has to still make sense. I'm not, I, I don't know. That's an interesting theory, Fred Bez. I don't want to discount it but i don't think. i am not, not fred from Scooby i Doom. see i almost can I see it fred? but i'm not fred. sure about that fez i but i also i think i, I think the, the common the common explanation is she died of a broken heart now whether there was some you, other if you think you know, th- th- think about it think about it think i'm not about saying what you said doesn't but, but doesn't, you know no, fez, no, no, in no. your defense palpy does say to vader oh i'm you killed her in your rage, probably because he knew already. Yeah, I sucked the life force out of her. She's dead. You know what I mean? But, but the also the other thing is, if you look I think at he's just a lying son of a bitch wh- and just told him whatever well, he thought. Well, was there's that, Rizzo. Yeah, there's absolutely that. But if you watch, rewatch that little bit, as soon as Padme dies, Vader starts breathing and starts his heartbeat starts. That's why I say that. 
But again, that's still just, that's never been like Lucas wow. said, oh yeah, that's what I meant to do. That's a really loose connection. I wish they could have made that really obvious. I mean, I, I'm because... not discounting it, but until, until, until somebody it. of like Fellini or Lucas or whatever. If they, not, yeah, if also, Fellini or Favreau oh. pick up on it and run with it, I might take yeah. it. Also, Palpatine knew about Luke, at least. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. Well, they Palpatine knew she was pregnant. Obviously, Anakin knew she was pregnant. An- so Anakin would have Anakin told and the, Anakin yeah. would have told the Emperor that she was pregnant, and so they knew that he probably had a kid out there somewhere. Anakin did not necessarily know it was twins. They but didn't know he didn't it know was, it was twins. twins. Un- didn't necessarily know it was born. twins, right? He didn't necessarily know it was twins. He figured there was a kid out. Clearly, there. he didn't know about Leah because he said something about sister. Maybe she. Sure. You won't. Perhaps she will. No. So anyway. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's almost eight o'clock, so I think we can probably wrap these up. Um, Yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. There wasn't a lot of good. There was a lot of bad and ugly. It was good. There was a lot of bad and ugly. There was some good. Some of the acting, some of the some of the actors were great in this. Um, Chris Lee did had a fun time as Sour Man. I mean, I'm sorry, Count Dooku. (laughs) Sour Man 2.0. Got his. He got beheaded. He got beheaded, which, man, man, Anakin would go there. He'd just go there. Well, yeah, you was, know, the Emperor very good said Jedi do overall. it. He was not very, he was really, yeah, he was bad Jedi. Do it. Okay. So, yeah, I think, I think we, uh, we pretty much, uh, yeah, these films. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll do the, um, maybe we'll do the sequels. Maybe we'll which, do the if sequels because you they were, they were worse. Davidson, <laughs> if you thought I was going apoplectic on this, where do you see me on those three? Because yeah, these, those were worse. Those were those absolutely worse. worse. What stories? I actually, I actually, if you think like, JJ I, screwed up Star Trek, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should Maybe see what he, he did, did to Star Wars. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> if you think JJ messed up Star Trek, wait till you see what JJ and Kathleen Kennedy did to Star Kathleen, Wars. Yeah, I don't know if I blame her. Um, the, in my final thoughts on this: Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, good, worthwhile film. The other two, uh, you could just you could really just watch that, and you'd know enough about you could, yeah. Anakin and you Vader. You could watch that if you also watch crowd. Clone Wars. Yeah, you're good to go. You know, really, just you really just need to watch that one if you want to catch up. And then, but honestly, I would watch Clone Wars over the other two movies. So if you haven't watched, honestly, and anybody's out there, if you haven't watched Clone Wars, the cartoon, the series, it's like seven seasons, I think. Yeah, it's so, a lot. But there's a lot of it. But I mean, there are you can go out and you know. There's lists where you can pick like these are the key episodes you need to key watch. Episodes, yeah, but, um, but, but it's all pretty good. It, it gets better as it goes. It's a lot. It starts better out as it very kid like, but it, it moves. It gets gets good. Um, the, the other one, one I really like I liked Rebels quite a bit, which they're tying in that now. Yep, they're mm-hmm. gonna tie in Rebels with 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 Boba Fett, I think, and um, yes, they are, and Mando. So. Um, which are again, a couple, that's because of Favreau and Fellini, they all worked on that stuff. The so. cu- there's two or three arcs, but I can only remember two off the top of my head from Clone Wars that I think are actually relevant to specifically Revenge of the Sith. And that's the Mortis arc. That's where you see the, the father, the son, and the daughter, the, the balance of the force and the, the good and the, the dark side fight over Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's one of the key. That's one of the episodes they recommend you because he. And that's then, how he was supposed to be the chosen one. That getting on near the end one. when they do Order sixty six. Yeah, and then but in, the, in the, the other one, the other one actually humanizes Obi Wan when you get the whole. As Mary Beth knows, my favorite that's character, true. the Duchess Satine of Mandalore. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is a great because it ties into the Katie Sackhoff character. Yeah, yeah oh, that's all great. And then yeah. for me, and then in my Rebels, stuff, in Rebels, which I love that they brought in um, Admiral Thrawn. Admiral Thrawn. And which was and again from the Air to the yeah. Empire book. So now those are t- sort of canon yeah. now. Because we saw Cad Bane, we saw Cad Bane and we saw Fennec Shan uh, in Bad Batch. We saw both yeah. of them in Bad yeah. Batch. So my favorite stuff out but of Clone Thrawn Wars is, is going to be, you watch, trust me, when they bring Thrawn in, he is the new Vader. He is the new. Yeah. He'll be the new bad guy for bad guy. He and he is a. If you haven't read any of the books with Thrawn in them, of course, there's there's his backstory books called Thrawn. And then if you've read the air, I highly recommend your lead Timothy Zahn's Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire. Excellent. Excellent. Great books. They should have done that as their sequel movies. Um, Probably yes. Then and then what they did with with the Force Awakens and stuff, but yeah, Katie played not just not Satine. Katie played. Um, Bo-Katan. Katie Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yeah. So. Yeah, we didn't know spo- none of this was I guess it was so, a tiny bit spoiler, but it's valuable. It's great back information. Yeah, there's a lot of good stories. stuff in there. So if you haven't watched it, really go back and watch it. So I, I was right. going to say, so there's a lot of good stuff coming down the pike for Star Wars, a lot of optimistic stuff. Thank thank you for Favreau and Fellini. Yes, you thank you, Favreau. Saved the franchise, in my opinion. Um, even if Boba Fett wasn't as good as Mando. It still was better than a lot of the crap that had come. Now we won't talk. We, we might. We're going to have to do Rogue One, I think, uh, because that on its own, because that is a really excellent film, in my opinion. Better than Solo. Better than Solo. Better than but Solo. Solo wasn't horrible. Little Opie, Little say, Opie Cunningham saved it. Didn't say. Little Opie Cunningham terrible. saved it. So, Leave right, Richie alone. Is, uh, what does Bruce coming up? Like let coming me up. do some coming up. Uh, Phil, not tomorrow because he's off, but the week after next Thursday, he's going to talk to Robert Wood and David Hirsch on that new Space 1999 book. And then in the 4 p.m. hour, he'll be talking to Pete Jones of Tiger Moth Tales. I'm not as familiar, but I hear they're good. That's all uh, Space 1999 and then music stuff. Um, and then just interesting side note if any of you guys are interested, he also last Saturday chatted with. Um, Deborah Bonham, sister of the late John Bonham of Led Zeppelin. So if you guys are Led Zeppelin fans and you're interested in that conversation, I'm sure Phil can share that with you. Roy, on Friday, on April Fool's Day, Roy Uh is doing Dr. No, which I hope is not April Fool's joke because we love us some James Bond. Sean Connery. And I don't know what he's doing on Sunday, but I know Friday's uh, Friday's Dr. No. Fez, did I see that you released a new batman podcast yes i did and to splinter off from that news the batman will be on hbo max starting april 19th april 19th yes and i can't wait to see it because i'm not going to the theater but i'm looking forward so and the next podcast i do no i no i'm batman anyway (laughs) my next podcast is actually dropping next thursday and it's the spider-man films Oh, good. Okay. Including, including many, No Way Home? Including No ha- Way Home. Okay, good. So be up to speed on No Way Home, guys, which is awesome if you haven't seen it yet. So, and so, so next week, we actually sit down, folks. We actually have a next week already. <laughs> we have a next week <laughs> a already. Change. Dave Lafredo is going to join us. I promise I'm going to spell his name right this time. And uh, <laughs> we were going to do Bicentennial Man, which was Robin Williams, uh, and it's kind of an Asimov ab- adaptation. So a little different, not an action movie by far, but it's a good film in its own right. So join us for that one. 
And um, yeah, I don't know what else we can say. I think we pretty we can much say besides this may the, topic may to, the, death, to death. May the fourth the be with you. I mean, look, so, is May the fourth? No, May the fourth. one of our? We'll have. Maybe we'll do Rogue One on. May the fourth is a Wednesday. I yeah, we're gonna do. We'll do Rogue One. Plan on Rogue One for that day. Rogue One. We, actually, you know what? Let me pencil it in right now. Put that down yeah. on the calendar. We'll do Rogue One on May fourth. So, all right. On that note, Fez, thank you again for joining us. Always thank a pleasure you guys for having me. Yes, thank you for coming back, Fez. So, uh, interesting insights. So we will see you guys next week with Dave. Um, so in the meantime, stay safe, live long and the prosper, and uh, we'll see you then. Good night, folks.